The coronavirus pandemic is here and we'll help guide you through it. The news about COVID-19 is changing daily. Keeping up to date each morning with developments, this podcast will give you our latest news and some ideas of what to expect moving forward. Daily at herald-review.com. Good morning, this is Annalisa Trofmuck, a government reporter with the Herald and Review. So today's podcast will be a bit different. We are going to be discussing a lot of numbers. There was a lot happening this weekend, and we are going to dive into national and international numbers. We will also hear the latest in state and regional cases, and we will end the podcast with the most recent developments in Macon County. So I completely understand that it is easy to get overwhelmed by hearing the amount of new cases. And so that is why today's resource highlight features a couple different mental health services in our community. If you are looking for more positive, upbeat news and content after this podcast, I highly recommend you check out the Together Decatur Facebook page Editor Allison Petty created. It features fun things Decatur residents are doing, and it has some fun, like, historical tidbits. It's been really interesting to see from someone who's not from Decatur, and I'm sure as Decatur residents, you will all enjoy. So before we get started, I just want to remind you that all of the local, regional, and state reporting you hear today can be found in the print editions of the Herald and Review and online at herald-review.com. H&R reporters, editors, and photojournalists are working extremely hard to bring you the most up-to-date and accurate information, which is why we've dropped the paywall for all coronavirus coverage. Okay, we have a lot to go over today, so grab a cup of coffee or tea and a snack, and let's get started. As I mentioned earlier, our resource highlight would be for mental health services. Central Illinois residents experiencing stress and anxiety related to the COVID-19 pandemic or other issues in their lives can call a free emotional support hotline operated by Memorial Behavioral Health. The hotline 217-588-5509 operated by trained mental health professionals, will operate from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. daily for the foreseeable future. Heritage Behavioral Health is providing crisis support to anyone experiencing increased anxiety and or depression and anyone needing any additional support. Support is available 24 hours a day, 7 days per week by calling 217-362-6262. So as I mentioned last week, every Sunday I would start bringing you guys national and international numbers. According to the Associated Press, worldwide infections surpassed the 660,000 mark with more than 30,000 deaths. The U.S. leads the world in reported cases with more than 120,000. Still, five countries have higher death tolls, which are Italy, Spain, China, Iran, and France. Italy has more than 10,000 deaths, the most of any country, according to the Associated Press. Cases in Chicago and suburban Cook County accounted for about three-fourths of the Illinois' 3,026 total as of Friday. And we have a more updated total for you later on in the podcast. The New York Times has created a database of cases throughout the U.S. They update this several times a day, and at the time I'm reading this, it was last updated at 2 a.m. today. They list several states, but here are just a few. In New York, there are 53,363 cases. In California, there are 5,565 cases. In Washington, there are 4,311 cases. In Illinois, an infant and a State Department of Human Services employee who both tested positive for coronavirus disease have died, Governor J.B. Pritzker said on Saturday. 
Also announced on Saturday, 11 additional people have also died. Older adults are at a higher risk of severe illness, and more than 85% of deaths in Illinois are among individuals 60 years of age and older, but people of all ages are suffering severe illness. Health officials also reported 465 new cases of coronavirus disease in Illinois and 13 new deaths. Editor Chris Coates includes details of which counties where those deaths occurred, including the two mentioned earlier. In regional news, officials confirmed Montgomery County's first case of COVID-19 on Saturday and said that one of the two cases in Christian County was at a senior apartment complex. Reporter Valerie Wells writes the patient is quarantined at home and is doing well. Public health officials have begun an investigation by talking to people who have been in contact with the individual and may quarantine anyone who is in significant contact with the person if warranted. One of the two confirmed cases in Christian County that we've talked about on this podcast was at the Rolling Meadows Senior Living Apartments in Taylorville. The other residents of the complex are being tested by the Christian County Health Department and precautions including self-quarantine protocols are being followed, officials said. We talked about an earlier story this week when officials announced that both cases in Christian County were linked to services held March 15th at Crossroads Apostolic Ministries in Taylorville, which has a congregation of fewer than 50 members. And you can view these stories online at herald-interview.com. DeWitt County also announced their first case Saturday. David Remert, I hope I am saying this right, administrator for the DeWitt Pyatt by County Health Department, said this individual is a DeWitt County resident, age 20, whose specimens were collected through a lab affiliated with the University of Missouri, where he currently resides. Remert said the man listed his home address in DeWitt County, but was tested and confirmed in Missouri. Reporter Kevin Barlow writes that the resident is isolated at his campus apartment. He has not been home, but goes into the DeWitt County tally because of his home address. Logan County has not reported any cases yet, but one individual is hospitalized pending results, according to the Logan County Health Department. And in Macon County, as of Saturday, 10 test results for COVID-19 were pending, with two positive results and 11 negative results. Editor Allison Petty reports, in addition to the 23 tests completed in Macon County, officials said eight Macon County residents have been tested elsewhere. Seven of those results were negative, and one result is pending. Okay, so we've made it through today's updates. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for sticking around. And if you have any story ideas or feedback, you can find me on Twitter as at Annalisa Tro. That's A-N-A-L-I-S-A-T-R-O. I hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday and I will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks so much again for listening.